Mystic Michaela spiritual family. Welcome to Know Your Aura with Mystic Michaela. Today, I am talking about how judgment works in the 5D. This is a bit of a follow-up from episode 141 when I talked about the seven most surprising spiritual lessons I've learned from doing as many readings as I've done. And this is one of them. And this one needed its own episode because it's it's a lot. So we're going to talk about that. But first, hey, Scotty. Hey, guys. All right. Well, before we talk about the 5D, yeah. I want to talk about something 3D. Very 3D. Very 3D. Okay. <laughs> so right off the bat, this is as 3D as you get. Well, one of our favorite movies, I think it's, it might even be your favorite movie, is Step Brothers. I love With Step Will Brothers. Ferrell. I don't know the other guy's name. Yeah. You know, Dale, I think, is the character, but I, <laughs> yeah. I don't know the actor's name. Anyway, we were just, you know, watching TV the other day. I was doing my channel flip. Making you really annoyed, right? You know, your indigo gets upset when I channel flip. Yeah, I don't like the noises between the 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 channels. channels. Yeah, I can hear that, like the high-pitched squeak. Yeah, and then there was Step Brothers, of course, with commercials. Yes. And we're like, oh, we'll just watch that. It's just funny, yeah. And it comes to to a scene in the movie. If you haven't seen the movie, you probably have no idea what we're talking about here. Right. Where the two brothers, the Step Brothers, are pitching their business, (laughs) Prestige Worldwide, Two investors. Right, which uh, is their family. And, and, yeah. <laughs> and it's funny because we were both cracking up. We were yes. dying. And I look over and I'm like, you know why this is so funny? It's because we had this meeting yeah. two months ago, I think about two, three months ago with producers of the Kardashian TV show on Hulu. Yeah. And that's kind of how the meeting that's how went. It went. That's like, how we felt. We're prestige worldwide. Like, that's us. Right. And the reactions of the producers, it just was like, and I think we we totally blacked out. Yeah. Like, we forgot about this. It was so bad. It took us, like, this much time that we could laugh about it, actually. And now it's his, like, I just think it's funny because. Well, yeah, that, that's the thing. After it happened. Oh, my God. We went, and we'll get to this. Yeah. We, we went into, like, a depression for a few days. Yeah. And we never talked about it again. Nope. Until this reminded us, <laughs> and that was just hilarious. And we're like, oh my God, that's us. Like, we're prestige worldwide pitching. Like, we're so enthusiastic and out of, like, out of our minds. And all right. All right. Well, 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 let's tell them how this and, – and then we get – oh, then we decided we were going to make this, this TikTok about it. Yeah, this And real. then we made this TikTok, and then we've gotten so many people wanting to know the story. Yeah. So here it is. Here's the story. Here's the story. All right. Well, let's back it up. When okay. I first started this years ago – you have this red aura idea, which is very logical, that, okay, who's, like, the biggest people I can think of? Well, I guess it's the Kardashians. And if the Kardashians knew about Mystic Michaela auras, everyone would know. So from the beginning of time in, this wor- <laughs> in our world, right. you've been like, the Kardashians have to know the Kardashians. And obviously they don't check their dms and you know they're not we don't have manage managers or, or any any contact with them whatsoever and something happened about three months ago you got a meeting with the producers how'd you even get that okay so i blacked all this out yeah so <laughs> i think about three months ago i wrote to the you had okay so i think what happened was you did a a story on angel numbers and it got picked up by people yes. with, uh, I don't know. Kylie Kardashian. Jenner. Kylie okay, Jenner. She's a Kardashian, right? Yes. Or a Jenner or whatever. Yes. One of those people. Yes. I don't, I don't know who she's who, part of the, the, the whole yeah. fam. The, the reason why it probably doesn't work is because I don't know their names and I get them all messed up. But okay. anyway, so you, you had gotten to, to People Magazine uh, over that. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, let me take a shot here and look into it again. So it, it kind of got my red going again, you know, mm-hmm. with this Kardashian thing that I've been like you said obsessed with. It's a seasonal obsession. Sure. Every 6 months you Yeah, be, you it's, try it's really coming up hard, again soon. Yeah. But nothing's ever happened until mm. 3 months ago. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I'm like <laughs> it's coming up again soon. So I'm like all right, let, oh, they have the, I noticed they had a new show like they changed channels whatever. Yeah, they're the on Hulu. Hulu now. I'm like, "Oh, let me look who's producing the show. New producers, new people right. to bother. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Like weaklings. You're like, I'll get you. You're vulnerable. Yeah, right. So I wrote this. So I pitched this this production company. And, you know, I write my nice pitch. I, you know, I talked about the People article that just came out. And I one of maybe the quickest email responses I've wow. ever gotten, especially from a production company, I think it was either that day or the next day. And that's really fast. That's fast the for them. Usually they ghost. Right. Or they Anyways. don't, or they just don't write back. Yeah. They, right. wouldn't, they wouldn't even write to it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they wrote me back. They're like, oh yeah, let's set up a meeting, you know, real quick, going real quick, you know, wow. let's, let's do it within the next couple of so days. You're like, whoa. And then you come to me and you're like, oh my gosh, you tell me all this. And this happens to me every 
so often you come, you're all excited. You're like, this must be a good energy indicator. They wrote back right away. Da, da, da. And my spirit guide in my ear was like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> and I told you, I'm like, it's a nope. And you get, you know, that's what we deal with over here. Oh, you know, you're right. such a Debbie Downer. And I'm like, I'm not even upset about it. It's just what I you just know. Heard the word no. I just heard nope. But you still have to shoot your shot. Sure. You, you know what I mean? You can't, you can't not take the meeting. You still got to do it, even right. though I knew it wasn't going to work. I, it, it, deep, And I pushed that aside because we are prestige worldwide. <laughs> and we are like, we're, you know what? We're going to double down. We're right. going to double down on this meeting right. and come together and do it together. You, you know, usually it would just be me alone, but you're like, no, let's do it together. I'm like, yeah. Right. All right. Okay. So... <laughs> Didn't listen time. to my spirit guides. Double down. Right. All right. And, and the, the one thing, okay, before we get into like how bad this is going to go. Yeah. I, I will say. <laughs> it's cringeworthy. That we were, we had done a lot of production meetings. You especially had done a lot before yes. the pandemic. Yeah. You know, we even went down to, uh, out to LA, out Burbank to, LA. to yes. meet with 44 Blue, a big production company. Yeah. So we were a little out of practice here too. Okay. Yeah. So oh, those were all no's too. Yeah. They were all no's. <laughs> But we, I felt we did better. Okay. Nobody ever knows what to do with me. Yeah. That's the problem. And then but, when we actually had a yes, it got canceled because of the COVID. Yeah, and then we did get a yes. And then, uh, right. yeah. But and, anyway. In March of 2020, they right. were like, okay. And then it just all fell apart. Right. Cool. Okay. But okay. go on. <laughs> so it's a Zoom meeting. Yeah. And, okay. Right from the start, it's bad. Because we're trying to, it's the chairs. Okay. We're yeah. trying to position our chairs. So that if it's the, the camera. So yeah, camera. just so people can visualize it. We're in the office and we're in front of the computer. And if you've ever tried to get two people in front of a computer, you know, it can be hard to see both of you. Right. Well, and you have like maybe an undiagnosed <laughs> situation where you can't sit still and you, you fidget a lot. Right. And then, so and, there's that. <laughs> yeah. And, and what, you know, there's two, there are two rolly chairs, you know, office chairs. And I'm like feeling out each one because I'm like, oh, no, nope, I don't want to sit in this one. Oh, I go over to the other one. Yeah. Then I go back to the other one. So there's there's pre-meeting jitters and we have to kind of come together like, okay, how are we going to do this? And the big thing – and here's just to clarify, they were pitching us about our own show. Right. So not – and you had this idea, like this awkward idea of like, but maybe we could get on their show. But that wasn't – the purpose of the meeting, the purpose of the meeting to see if they could make a show about me. Yes. And you were like, but maybe we can just try to like give them the idea that you should be on their show, which was like, that's kind of what right. you do I, sometimes. I basically had merged the two. You I, merged I kind of muddled ideas. it. You yeah, muddled I was muddling it. two ideas. But anyway, yes. so we're there. We get on, you know, I, I run down for my coffee. I forgot that. Everything's, you know, hastily done. I put on a ton of makeup. Like I'm orange. I'm Oompa Loompa colored. <laughs> Because I'm very naturally pale and people think I look sick if I don't. So I am like, you come in, you're like, oh, and I'm like, it'll look better on Zoom. Right. Okay. So take it away. We're on time. We're on time. We're on time. So so when you're on, you know, we've all done Zoom calls. There comes the producer, young, nice lady. Yeah, a few people come in. Yeah, and then like, that's the main one who's going to be talking to us. And then they introduce like, I don't know, a bunch of others that are kind of just like sullen faces staring at you like from other zoom cameras and you're like okay and they start off just like okay so what's up like what what you got for us yeah. like that that's how they do it. and yeah. then you're now you understand like we were so hyped up like okay this is it like the whole day working up to it we have all our papers around trying to figure out what we're gonna do like kind of like i don't know like pre-game style you've given me eight different erratic speeches to like <laughs> pump me up i'm okay. orange okay so we're sitting there and she's like okay so what's up and i'm about to talk and then you just you just go you jump it you jump at the bit you're like oh michaela she loves reading the kardashians they're you know kid that one's pink and he's like you just like <laughs> You just go off and, and every t- people ask her about the Kardashians all the time. And she loves reading them. And she loves talking about how I feel like I know them. I feel like I'm part of the family. Now you got to remember, she has no idea who the heck we are. So the, the right. main producer talking to us, is like, oh, you know, the Kardashians, like you read, you know, she's read them. And, and then I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God. And then I'm like, no, now this is how it starts. That's how it started. I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm like, I've never read them personally. I talk about them right. on my Instagram stories. 
and some TikToks. And that sounds like sad. Yeah, you know what I mean? Sad. So right immediately, like the whole thing just sounds bad. Right. And then. So, but you did clear it up. I cleared it up. But you got to understand, like you started off like, oh, we know them part of the family. And then it just sounds like we're stalkers or something, yeah. you know? And they're like, what does pink mean? Because these people, they have no idea about me. Right. So they're like, what the heck is pink? So I'm trying to like, so as I get, because I'm, I'm bringing all this energy and I'm trying to be really peppy and like, oh my gosh. And that's like right around when the Marilyn Monroe dress controversy happened. So I'm like talking about that and aura color and da, 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 bah, boo, 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 boo. and in my head, I'm like, they're not even asking, like, why am I talking about the Kardashians? They want to pitch me about my own show. And I'm like sitting here fangirling, like you and I are like fangirling on the Kardashians and it makes no sense. No, I know at this point. Let me, let me just... Because you started say, off Kardashian. Yeah. Okay. So I realized I had made the, the, the mistake. I am dripping sweat. Yeah. There is sweat. Like, You're dripping. sweating. I'm sweating. <laughs> and again, I go back to the chairs. All of a sudden, I, I'm in this bad position in the chairs. Yeah. I can't get comfortable. I, when I do that, I start to fidget. Yeah. And I'm like, my, my head's moving this You're way. You're like my, pulling at your collar. I'm pulling, yeah. I'm pulling at my collar. I'm, move, I'm like kind of almost spinning my chair. I'm yeah. drinking my coffee every like five seconds. Yeah. You start moving backwards. So you're really small. Like you're in the background. I'm in the foreground. Right. So it looks like mo- different sizes heads. <laughs> yeah. It's real weird. And here's the thing. You're you're trying to cover for that. Yeah. And you're like you said, you're talking about this thing. I'm and overcompensating. You are screaming. I and was. Now, I don't know if they heard it screaming, but I did because it's like. Because we're sitting right next to each other, right. just trying to fit each other into the camera, and my ear—you're just screaming in my ear, and it's like—it was bad. And I just want to be like, you have to, to to lower your voice. So I I write a note. All of a sudden, I get a note slid slowly across the desk <laughs> out of Zoom site, and it says, "I look down and it says, stop shouting.'" <laughs> I'm like, "Oh," <laughs> because. While this was going on, you have to understand they were like, so what's an aura? Like, what's a no, color? Oh, like, yeah, they had no And idea. they had no, and they still didn't, they weren't grasping it. No, they were not. They really weren't grasping it. And I think when people don't understand something and you really want them to, or you're super eager, like I was shouting in trying to accommodate for the fact that they weren't like comprehending it. So I'm like shouting and screaming. I take it down a notch and I'm like, I think I wrote something to you because we like have these secret notes back and forth to each other. I think I wrote something to you like, um, let's center it, center it or something. And then you were like, okay. Then all of a sudden, like something happened and you got your crap together and yes. you're like, okay, this is the idea I have to pitch Michaela's show. And then all of a sudden it's like a normal, you come out, but you're very directed and, and you have this idea that it's like the Marie Kondo show right. where I go into people's houses and I'm like, Oh, this is your aura problem. Let's fix it. Da, da, da. Here's homework. And then I'll come back and see how you did, how your auras look or whatever. And, and then they're like, who's that? <laughs> <laughs> like who's, who's that? Yeah. Like, <laughs> and, and yeah. The, and the whole time, like, you know, and it's hard because again, I, like I said, we didn't have the, uh, one of these meetings for a while. And since then, we all we do is talk in colors. We're aura explainers, right? Yes. We, our listeners are aura explainers. Yeah. And we're just talking in colors like ran, like we think everyone does. Yeah. And they're just like, it's just these blank stares the entire but time. But they weren't even getting it. Like sometimes no, we'll talk to people and they'll get it. Okay. So so then I'm like, all right, you know what? I could, I could fix this. I'm going to pull out the card that, you know, usually can fix things, which is I'm going to have you read them. Oh, because, right. So, because I'm like, all right, once they get read by you, that's amazing. You know, like who doesn't want to get read by Mystic Michaela, right? Everyone does. And usually it blows people out of the water. And once that happens, they just fall in love, usually, right? Usually that's the only way to make them understand it. Right. So you're like, all right, you give these readings, but it's, I've never seen the blank stares. They're like, just kind of blank, 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 blank. Yeah. Blank, blank. They're just blinking at me. And you got to understand that like, if you're watching us from the other side, we're probably two clowns jumping around. I'm orange. You're sweating. I'm shouting. You're like erratic. (laughs) You're like fangirling on the Kardashians. Like we know them. And like, it's, it's so bad. It must have been such a, like a, you know what show to watch us. And then I'm like, okay, let me just read you guys. Like you're, I think the one was purple red, which I love y'all. I love you. Purple reds. You guys are great. But sometimes you, 
I don't know. They just don't want to hear it or whatever. So I was like, I have all the producers to get. I got a purple, red one. And then the other people on, a lot of them were green. Green, Yeah. So they were just like, "Mm, okay, like that. And you know, they don't, I just wanted them to at least connect to it, to understand it. And they were just kind of like, what's empathic? What's what's i don't understand like what's creative like what do you mean like i was getting kind of deep with them and they were like what like that like they really just didn't get it right and not that they had to get it because usually producers just want to see how it could be a show they don't really care anything else just how could this show up on tv like that's how they look at everything and they weren't getting it and you and i and you know and then we just got the ending which was um yeah hey okay we're gonna like talk to the team and we'll get back to you. If you ever hear that, it's, it's over. This just yeah, it's, it's over. done now. So haven't heard from him since. Clearly one of the <laughs> worst half hours of our lives. This was all in a half hour, by the way. Well, we have like we have these huge, stupid smiles on our faces, and then the zoom call goes off and we look at each uh, yeah. other and you're sweating and I'm orange, and we're just like, Oh my god. And then like it just sets in the three G cloud it was like that we were judged we felt it we were like the 3d cloud of just like oh my god are we as bad as we just picked up in them that we are you know and we really internalized it it's kind of like when you just did something and you knew it just bombed and you just been talking about that opportunity for years anyways we were we don't we this is what we do we don't talk about it, and we just try yeah. to move on. This is the first time we've talked about it since, <laughs> the, like, for three days after. Yeah. It was pure depression. It was a little sad, yeah. That, you know, how bad we had done. Yeah. But look, you know. Yeah. Whatever. We, we, we'll we'll we do tried. it again. We're going to do it again. We're going to do it again. Yeah. If there's yeah. a producer listening from, <laughs> any major, from, <laughs> from any major production company, I got another idea. And you want to hear it, and you want to take that Zoom call, don't you? They, now you want to. worldwide. <laughs> That's right. us. All right, we got a couple ads. When we come back, we're going to do Judgment in the 3D, and then later on, we're going to do the 5D. Taking care of my hair, it's more about than just going to the stylist every eight weeks. It's about prioritizing the health of my hair and scalp. And Way's new products have given me just an easy and effective go-to hair and scalp health routine. Personally, I have been using Way's new scalp serum and their thick and full supplements. I... After my last baby, my hair got noticeably thinner, and that was a big concern of mine. So taking the Thick and Full supplements and using the scalp serum, I noticed that it appears fuller and it just feels healthier to me. I've seen a lot of difference since using them. I take the uh, supplements just with my vitamins in the morning, and at night, I like to kind of stick the scalp serum all around and sleep with it in my hair. Um, you know, their thick and full supplements, ways thick and full supplements are vegan. They're once a day supplements. They have zero flavor and they support thicker, fuller, healthier hair. And they reduce the appearance of shedding and so, and they support your hair strength, which is what I needed. And they just improve your overall hair health. So grow all the way with Waze Scalp Serum and Thick and Full Supplements. Go to the way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com and use code Aura to get 15% off your entire purchase. That's 15% off your entire order at T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com code aura the way dot com code aura when we know more about our bodies then we can do more to help ourselves out right so what if you could use science to discover more about your body you can find out what you need for your healthier tomorrow with everly well everly well is digital healthcare designed for you all at an affordable and transparent price with over 30 at-home lab tests. You got to check them out that you'll be able to choose the test that makes the most sense for you to get the answers you need, like the women's health test or the food sensitivity test. Everly Well also has high quality vitamins and supplements to support your overall health. Choose from a variety of options, including vitamin D3 and omega-3 fish oil. Here's how it works. So Everly Well will ship your product straight to you with everything you need in one package. You take your at-home lab test by simply collecting your sample and using the included prepaid shipping label to mail your test back to a certified lab. Your physician-reviewed results get sent to your phone or device in just days. And you can share the results with your primary care physician to help guide next steps. If you ordered vitamins and supplements, you can start adding them to your daily routine right away. It's so simple. Over 1 million people have trusted Everly Well to support their health and wellness goals, and, and you can too. I took the food sensitivity test, and wow, 
it really <laughs> enlightened me to habits that I wouldn't have thought twice about that were, that were causing symptoms that were, I guess, inadvertently related to that. And I also started taking the vitamin D3 vitamins and I feel great and I feel more in control. And for listeners of the show, EverlyWell is offering a special discount of 20% off an at-home lab test at everlywell.com slash KYA. That's everlywell.com slash KYA for 20% off your next at-home lab test. That's everlywell.com slash KYA. Hey, Scotty. Hey, guys. So we're talking about, you're going to be talking about the judging in the 5D. But first, I want to talk a little bit about judgment in the 3D. Okay. And, you know, why do we judge each other? You know, why do people judge? And, you know, I did, I did a lot of research on it. I was, you know, you know me and my research, but yeah. Yeah. You're a scholar. I'm a scholar. Yes. And, <laughs> you know, kind of the conclusion I came to is basically, if, if, and probably people know this on their own, they don't yeah. need to do the research, but for me, I needed to do the research. You know, I think we, we judge people and in essence, we're not really judging them. We're actually judging ourselves, mm. you know, when, when we're, when we're judging someone. And, you know, because if you ever notice if you're on a high vibe and things are going great for you, you're probably judging people less. Yeah. Or if you're on a low vibe and, you know, things aren't going well and then you probably start to judge people more. Would you kind of tend to agree with that? Yeah. Judgment's a very 3D emotion, right. which means it's really fueled by the ego. And I'm going to talk about how ju- judgment doesn't really exist in the 5D. Mm-hmm. It only exists here because it's a function of the ego. The ego doesn't exist over in the 5D. So... A hundred percent. Yeah. Like judgment is a function of our egos and it has a huge place in our society. And it's interesting because we can get very uh, protective of it even. Yeah. Depending on the context you put it in. There's a lot of different ways to look at judgment. I'm going to be looking at kind of like overall judgment of, I guess, that which is greater than us looking at us in the afterlife and what I've picked up from that. But the judgment that exists among us all right now plays, I mean, it's such a controlling and restrictive force for us. All right. So, so the question then is, why do we judge in the 3D? And I, and I came up with a couple of these. So one is like, you do it to make yourself feel better. Sure. Okay. So what do you... What do yeah. You, that's like when you that? look at like <laughs> these billionaires, <laughs> you know, right? and or these, these high politicians or something. It's like, oh, they didn't get there by being a good person. You know that. You know, that's how... I mean, that's like from my own brain. Okay. Like, you know, like that's how my judgment... I'm just being really raw and vulnerable. It's like, oh, billionaire... Like all that money, you could do something else. Like that's judgment, you know? Sure. And, but that just makes me feel better <laughs> about not, I guess, being that way or, or there's like just whatever I come up with in my head. We all do it. It's, it's very similar to jealousy too, which I talked about last to last week. Yeah. Last week I talked about jealousy where when we're jealous of something, we can go quick to judgment because it makes us feel better about ourselves. If we, if we see something somebody else has and we want, how does it work for you? No, I, yeah. I mean, I, I think that makes sense. Like, let's say you're, and I, I mean, let me put this out to the, the audience. Let's say you're having like a real bad day or something. And then maybe you, you call that friend or that person that maybe you feel their life's worse than yours. <laughs> That's what you do. No, not. <laughs> You're like, damn, I'm having a bad day. I'm going to call Tony because yeah. his life sucks bad. <laughs> well, that, I think that is, that is probably what, what I do. do. Oh, my God. I always learn something about myself. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I guess, right? Because then you're like, oh. When I met you, you always had these friends. And yeah. They're always such like horrible situations in their lives. But like you loved hanging out with them. Maybe right. that's why. So it's probably just to be. I don't even know. Myself but you would never judge. You weren't rude about it, though. You were just more kind of like, they're my friends, and you know, I'm yeah. gonna hang out with these people, not the people doing better than me. Right. <laughs> That's really I mean, funny. Honestly, I, I'll tell you. But I and I've told this to people before. I'm just at the point where I don't care. You don't. Like, yeah, I, just I know. Don't care. It's and true. It, you know, as long as you're not hurting anyone or or doing anything to harass anyone or anything yeah. like that, I don't care what you do. Yeah. <laughs> like I truly don't. Right. Um. All right. Another one would be. It's brought on by like insecurities. You know, if we have a lot of insecurity, that can bring on judgment. What's your take on yeah, huh? that? Yeah, of course. If you see someone who's, let's say, really fit at the gym and she's like working out, she looks amazing. And like, and maybe you're not there <laughs> in your life, not that you need to be or anything, but maybe, oh, wow, she's, she's got three kids. What's she doing? What, she's that much time away from her children to go work out while, wow. you know, like it's, and then, yeah, 
to- you know, yeah, there to- you go. Totally people do that. Yeah, yeah, people do that. It's very normal to do things like that. I'm just pulling out. What, where do you see it in your life? Your insecurities with judgment. Well, I don't really have many insecurities, as you, as most people know, other other than when I'm giving uh, pitches at production meetings. <laughs> That's, that is that is no. A, I can. T- yeah. I'll tell you. I'll just let you know what you're in. Oh, here, thank here you, you go. Thank um, you. Well, come on, like cause everyone's gonna be like, "Oh, Scott Saint Scott over here, yeah, calling, jealous, calling about- Tony when he's having a bad day because he knows Tony's life. Hypothetical Tony's life is worse than his. Um, no, like I think with you because you manage me and you're like kind of the head of the foundation of know your aura over here i can see you get insecure all the time like if uh, you see other people with different situations and you're like oh i should be better at that i should be better at pitching or i should be better at getting gigs or i should be better at reaching out to people or why didn't i do that or why didn't i think of that i feel like with you those are your insecurities like where you don't feel like you are enough or whatever and also you hate it when somebody puts a down vibe on one of your ideas. Like, I feel like you're very insecure about somebody critiquing an idea of yours. I don't know. Like, yeah. I feel like those are your things. I, I agree with you hundred <laughs> percent. I can't even argue it. Okay. My red, can't even, it. My red can't even it's argue. It's just like, but we all, you know. You just brought up my blue. Oh, sorry. <laughs> well, I mean, cause I have my insecurities too. Like, but yeah. I don't, I don't know if I jump to judgment with my insecurities. I don't know. I get more just kind of like Eeyore about them. Like, wah, wah. But I don't know. Yeah. All right. Another one is just, Straight out lack of information, lack of yeah. knowledge about that person. Yeah. You know, it's just like, a, I guess this would be like a quick judgment. Yeah. You know, we even talked about this earlier or a couple episodes ago with first impressions and stuff like that. So lack of, lack of information. You might not even know it's judgmental. Like raised very Catholic as I was, we were taught a lot of things and um, there's a right and a wrong for all these scenarios. And as I've gotten older and more into my voice it's like you know i can't put my beliefs on other people and calling it judgment it, it that's exactly what it is like they might not think they're judging people when they're saying you can't do this or you can't do that but it is that's it's a very hidden form of judgment and um and it's something because you just don't understand what everyone's going through you 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 don't you need perspective what what walking in that person's shoes like then can you judge them if you're in their shoes now it's easy to judge when you're not them but if you really picture yourself in their shoes judging doesn't help them at all so i think that a lack of information or a lack of empathy in that way and then they're told that they're actually being empathetic but they're not at all that is something that that is a tricky way judgment works Okay. If that makes sense. That, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Okay. Yeah, because I mean, yeah, it totally makes a lot of sense. You know, I was just, I mean, I, like, I was just thinking, like, you're you're not a restaurant or something, and then maybe they have, like, a few, I, the example I had was, like, they had a few kids there, and the kids are crazy, but you don't, you know, and they're acting all out <laughs> yeah. and doing this, and they're all over the place, and you don't know, you know, and of course, everyone's, like, looking at them, staring at them, yeah. judging them, and then you don't know, I guess, how they got to that position. You don't know. Like, I, you don't know. Yeah, and I think, like, since... I can, since having children, it bothers me even less than it did before I had kids. So if I'm in a place and somebody's, their kids are running under the table and they're running around and they're all over the place and whatnot. Now I'm just like, it doesn't even bother me, not my kids, you know, but I think there was a time when I was a lot younger. I'm like, oh my God, they're so loud or, or what's going on over there. So I feel like when we understand somebody and it's unfortunate, like when we've been in a situation ourselves, it's easier for us to not have judgment versus but we can all it's just a lesson to carry into everything yeah. but yeah yeah and now now my mind's a little distracted because you got me because what you said about my insecurities really oh, got sorry. to me the, the, the oh really the second one yeah with the podcast and stuff yeah i think you're right i, I oh. think i do you know yeah because then you start me... like invisible fights with other people sometimes i did i actually <laughs> and that's true i actually had one this morning an invisible you did? fight yeah an invisible fight with a, with a yeah with the podcast with another podcast you did yeah i did <laughs> Because, because you know what? I, okay, so it's a. Po- I'm not going to mention the podcast. I don't want to mention the podcast or anything like that. Okay, but there is a popular podcast, and maybe and yeah, just help me through it. See if this is like a judgment thing okay. or just this is just nasty what they're doing. Okay, and so it is a popular podcast. They, mm-hmm. they do get a, a lot of downloads, and, but they are charging people to come on as guests. You know, and like they're paying a fee to have them on as guests, but the audience doesn't know they're <gasps> being paid. 
to be a guest. Oh my god! So yeah, they might be talking about like you know their company or whatever or what they do, but they're like you know maybe it's a hair company. Isn't I don't that you know hair. You know yeah yeah, but they're not they're not disclosing. Telling, they're not yeah they might in like the fine print yeah. be disclosing it, but they're 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 charging these people and the the amounts they were charging these people were very there were it wasn't like five hundred dollars. Yeah, we're talking about like. Really? $40,000 oh for a spot on this. And, you know, and they're, you know, they're in the podcasting world, whatever. And they're, they're, they're a known podcast, I think, somewhat known. And, you know, then I just got like all mad and yeah. stuff. And you start is judging that, them. Is, is that me judging? Yeah, that, is that's that totally you judging. Here? Whether it's right or wrong is up to each individual person. Yeah. You know, so should that get me? Should I have be having that? Well, fight? you, I think with you, like when you judge, you want to have a, a logical reason where it's not judgment, it's justice. Like that, like this is me looking up for the little guys. Like, why are they charged? I mean, yeah, like who who does that? <laughs> like, just let them on. It's you know? muddled. I think like when we look more judgment, it's more kind of yeah. It, it, that does. Would you care if you weren't in the podcasting world? Yes, you still would. Okay. Yeah, because if you weren't a podcaster and you were running in yeah, some other lane, exactly, I think exactly. you'd still care. I, or I care less though. You care less though. Yeah. So the part of it is your own judgment. Like we don't do that, you know. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I never would. That's right. The thing. I, no, and no. I never would. No, I no never. matter how you know, if we get ten more listeners because we're at twenty now. So <laughs> if we get up to thirty listeners, I'm not doing that. Still not doing it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I see what you mean, and I think like, I think. Well, yeah, it, it gets muddled sometimes because we do live in a world where people do – judgment isn't unnecessary. Sometimes we do need it to a certain extent to make sure everybody stays in check for actual – being actual good humans or working in our in our society the way it needs to work. All right. Let's take a quick break for one ad, and then when you come back, it's going to be judgment in the 5D. Your hair, it's completely unique, and the products that address its specific needs, that's where Function of Beauty comes in. I love my Function of Beauty. The whole family does. First of all, it smells amazing. (laughs) Second of all, it comes so cute. It's actually a great gift. I've gifted it to family members because it comes, it has little stickers. It just looks, it's an amazing gift. And finally, it does what you want it to do, and that's the best part. Function of Beauty is the world's first fully customizable hair care that creates individually filled shampoos, conditioners, styling, and treatment formulas based on your hair now and where you want it to go. Founded by a dream team of engineers and cosmetic scientists, each Function of Beauty product is individually designed to be as unique as you are. Function of Beauty offers over 54 trillion possible formulations. Every one of them is vegan and cruelty-free, and they never use sulfates or parabens. You can also go completely silicone-free. Here's how it works. First, Take the quick hair quiz to build your hair profile and you select five hair goals like lengthen, volumize, oil control. Maybe your hair gets frizzy in the winter, but oily in the summer. That's a great thing. Function formulations are meant to be changed when your needs change. Next, choose your color and fragrance or go dye in fragrance free. Then get your freshly filled formula delivered straight to your door and prepare for good hair days ahead. I highly recommend the lavender scent. It is my favorite. Say goodbye to generic hair care for good today. Go to functionofbeauty.com slash KYA to take your hair goals quiz and you'll save 25% on your first order. Go to functionofbeauty.com slash KYA to let them know you heard about it from our show and to get 25% off your first order. That's functionofbeauty.com slash KYA to take your hair quiz now and save 25% off on your first order. Talking about judgment in the fifth dimension or the other side is something that I guess it's for me, it's always fascinating. I did episode 141, the seven surprising spiritual lessons I've learned while doing readings. And a lot of you, I guess it struck a chord with a lot of you because you asked me to do more content like that. So here's my here's my follow-up to it. We'll talk about judgment. So if you didn't listen to episode 141, that might be a good one to listen to before you listen to this one, but either way. So just disclaimer, I mean, this is my perspective, okay? Feel free to find out your own perspective. Feel free to take what you like from it. Um, Leave what you don't. I'm not preaching here, just giving you my 100% honest, authentic take that I've had on this. I've, I've done many, 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 many readings in my life and... I get a little bit of a peek hole into what happens on the other side. 
and the bigger consciousness that moves us all. And it's very different from our own ego-driven 3D society. And it's very human of us to think that how we think transcends and translates 100% to the other side and how you're treated. But from what I've seen, it really doesn't. So I wanted to talk about that today. I grew up very Catholic. And so I heard a lot about judgment. And there were these invisible eyes in the sky watching me all the time, making sure I didn't do or say or think something that was bad or that was going to cause me judgment. But doing readings as long as I have done, I've absorbed another feeling. I mean, this is shook me. This has changed me. This is something that I've taken time to wonder about. And it's really different from what I was taught. In fact, it doesn't really align at all. And in the 5D realm, or what I really feel is the other side or part of the consciousness we share with the universe in many ways, there is no judgment at all. And I'll explain what there is, but there's no judgment. There's only observation. And it's a timeless approach. It took me a long time to understand it, and I probably never will, 100%, but I'll do my best to explain it to you because as an empathic medium, when I go in and I do readings for people, I absorb your spirit guide messages and I absorb the uh, perspectives from people who've crossed over. And through those, I get another take on things. And it's kind of like, I mean, this is really simplifying it, but it's kind of like when you learn another language or you go to another country with a completely different culture or perspective or way of seeing things. Once you're there long enough, you're like, oh, that does make sense. Or, oh, okay, I see why they do that. Or, okay, I get it. It's, it's like that. But again, I just simplified it a lot. <laughs> so throughout all these readings, I've done like, oh my gosh, that's what that means. Or, okay, wow, that's not a big deal over there. And we think it so is. So that's kind of what I wanted to get into it with you. But first, what is the 5D? Okay, there's the 3D, there's the 4D, there's the 5D, there's higher dimensions even, but like, what's the 5D? So the 5D or the fifth dimension, it's, it's a consciousness state. So you can be there right now. It's a consciousness state. And it's the realization that there's no separation at all between ourselves and what is greater than us in the entire universe. What is one of our biggest 3D problems in our world that we all feel different? There's racism, there's classism, there's sexism. I mean, there's a million ways to feel completely isolated and alone and unheard and then have a big fight and war about it. And then all the innocent people get hurt because of that. Well, that's 3D stuff. That does not exist in the 5D. So in the 5D, it's a mental state. Uh, it's a consciousness and it's, it's, a, it's a real place you can go to when, you're, when you can shed this body. Um, that there's no separation between ourselves and what is greater than us, the, the entire universe, that we're all one. We're all one thing. And unconditional love is absolutely abundantly available to every single one of us at all times. We're truly encapsulated in it. In it. And when we live life with that 5D consciousness, we're much better able to see ourselves and others, have a lot of empathy, and ourselves in the source energy which surrounds us. We don't, we don't feel alone. We don't feel isolated. You can be alone and feel really loved and safe and peaceful because you're on the 5D consciousness. And you see when you kind of live in the 5D that we're all equal. There's no hierarchy. We don't see things as good or bad. There isn't duality in anything, actually. Anything that happens to you or anything that happens is an infinite experience of lessons and possibilities. And when we stay at this 5D level through meditation and observation and mindfulness and self-work and shadow work and inner child healing and all the things we're trying to do here, we can be in greater control of living out our soul contract goals. Or these are the goals we came here to accomplish. This is like our checklist of overall, overall objectives we wish to accomplish. And when you do that, you feel more whole and you feel more connected. So that's, that's what kind of setting this all up. So like I said, there's no judgment in the fifth dimension. There's only observation. Judgment's a very low vibe. And that's because it's a 3D vibe. So we can talk about judgment in a few ways. Today I'll talk about it in two ways. 
The first judgment is kind of like when someone's, you know, judgy. <laughs> and that's the judgment our society, you know, puts a lot on. Oh, what shoes is she wearing? You know, or who's, who, what's he driving? Or, you know, you, could, you know, judgy, that. And that would even be, I mean, it's just so prevalent and we can't help it. We're kind of hardwired in our brains to be judgmental. It's a function of the ego. And if you think about it, being judgmental of other people keeps them in line. So it's kind of, since we're kind of an ant colony society, right, where we're very dependent on each other socially, if you think about it, judgment serves the ego and the ego wants us all to be the same because being the same and not changing means survival. They like you to stay the same without change. So when you judge somebody, you're actually making them feel called out and therefore they want to conform so they're not judged anymore. So that's like thinking, and so it's going to happen in your head, and it's okay, it's there. We can't eradicate it completely. You see the mom with the dirty-faced kid at the store, you're like, oh, God, <laughs> you know, like, please clean her, you know, or whatever, or telling someone they're, or, or, or even in our world right now, there's a lot of judgment happening. You can't love who you want to love. You can't live the way you want to live. You're not allowed to have control over your body talking about women's rights and talking about the LGBTQ community. That's all. I mean, they're being infiltrated by a lot of horrific 3D judgmental scopes and judgmental thoughts. And that's, that's 3D. That doesn't happen on, on the other side in that fifth dimension consciousness. Our ego-driven society has hijacked us in these situations. They've hijacked our egos to outsource its control over us. So judgment in this way becomes a tool of our ego-driven collective consciousness. And it's, it's used to keep us down. And that's scary. Like when you really think about it like that, that's really flippin' scary. And it's fear-based and it's a very low vibe and none of that lives in the 5D. That is just not something I've noticed at all when doing readings. It's not something that comes up ever. None of that stuff. Ever. It doesn't come up. But then there is the talk of judgment when someone has done something really wrong or they feel they've done something wrong. I mean, that's the judgment we picture when someone's sent to heaven or hell, depending on their actions in this lifetime. So we're going to talk about that moving forward in a 5D perspective. So there's kind of people who are judgmental and the judgmental mindset. And now we're talking about actual judgment. Somebody did something horrific. What happens to them? If judgment doesn't exist on the other side, how do people pay for what they've done? I'll get into it. Okay. So in my readings, I am very blessed and honored to have people be so vulnerable with me. And I love each and every one of you. And you, you'll tell me things, tell me all sorts of things. And it's hard for you to say it sometimes. I've heard it all, okay? I've heard it all. And it breaks my heart. So when I get asked if someone's a bad person because they had to make a choice, it breaks my heart. It absolutely breaks my heart. And a lot of times the way that you come forward saying, I did this or this happened or I had to make this choice or I had to do this or whatever. A lot of times, like the judgment that you're feeling that you're putting on yourself is really from a 3D perspective because society tells you it's wrong. It must be wrong. Not necessarily in some situations, in some instances, really. And I want you to imagine something. This is hard for me too. And, and like I said in episode 141, this doesn't I don't know how to say it. It's like, this surprises me too, okay? Like, I'm just a person and I'm not some sort of, um, I don't consider myself the spokesperson for spirit or anything like that. Like, I'm the official spokesperson for the fifth dimension. No, I'm just telling you what, I've get, what I got in a very honest, humble, vulnerable way. This is what I get. Um, so, so this can be really hard for me too. Like I explained in episode 141, especially when it comes to justice and, and having people pay for the horrible, the horrible things I've done. Now I'm not talking about other things. I'm talking about horrible things people have done. So, but imagine, imagine you were supposed to judge somebody. All right. The worst person you could ever think of, think of them right now. 
I bet you thought of a real good one. Imagine them sitting in front of you and you had the power. You have all the power to make a judgment against them. On the surface, this could be very easy. That's an easy one. You know, you see somebody, that's easy, okay? Especially if this person were someone who hurt kids. I mean, that's what I think of immediately. Hurt children or hurt animals or some other innocent group or somebody who is really guilty of just unimaginable cruelty towards others. Doesn't seem very hard. But now imagine something else. Before you made this judgment, you had the ability to really see them. You saw their entire timeline. You saw them as the infant, the abandoned infant, the wounded toddler, the hungry baby. You felt their pain as they were cast aside. You felt their own reactions to the amount of cruelty they experienced. And you saw moments of their life, not just saw them, you felt them. You coexisted with them all all in an instant. Pivotal moments where no one helped where no one intervened, you saw critical moments where they bottomed out. You saw the moment where they lost their connection to their very souls. Is it it harder to make a choice now? Maybe it is, maybe it isn't for you. But that is the most closest way I can show you how spirit sees you. Fifth dimension spirit, that which is greater than us, whatever you want to call it, that is how you are seen. It's not just what you did. It's what led you there and who you are and what happened in the context and all of it. When spirit looks at you, when the very intelligent energy which you came from takes its inventory, it observes you. It just sees. It sees all the things that you did, yes, but also the reasons why. And it feels, it feels all the emotions. And it also sees all the places where you were failed too. They see all the critical moments where it really wasn't your fault. Because sometimes things is, it's just survival. And sometimes mentalities exist because it happened to you too. And there's no right or wrong with it. It's just, I see it. And because of that, there is no judgment. There's only observation. And again, as I discussed in episode 141, you don't get judgment there. You don't get justice in the way we perceive it. You get personal responsibility. You get to sit in your own realizations of what your actions were, how they caused harm to you and others, how they took you away from your soul contract work, how... They were a mismanagement of your own time and energy here. That's what you have to sit in. That's what you have to work in. That's what happens. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one. In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more, but you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Here's an example. I had a reading recently with a woman. She lost her dad. She had grown children, so she was older. And he was shy for a moment to come in. She gave me a picture. He was a shy for a minute to come in because he had died a long time ago. But but then he came in really strong. Now I'm an empathic medium. So just the way that I I get energy on the other side is I feel people, I feel the people who've crossed over. I feel their personalities and I feel their feelings as if they're mine. And I've just learned how to separate them. And that's how I do mediumship. And I And he apologized to her. And right away I knew that he was not the type to apologize, but he did. And he apologized that he had spent all his time and energy on building a business 
and giving all that attention to his son to continue it and run it. And none to that little girl who I was reading, who's an adult woman now, none, none of his attention or energy to the little girl who loved daddy so. And now she was the one running this business, trying desperately to save it before the brother ran it into the ground and he apologized. And he said, quote, because I remember this, you are twice the businessman he ever was. And this feeling came in of an acknowledgement that he had made a grave mistake. And also that he let his ideas about like gender and his own misogyny and even the stuff from his own culture was coming in, you know, and he didn't make that as an excuse. He apologized for it. Because just the way he was raised, the son got all the attention and the energy and everybody else was, you know, not as important. And he was, he felt really bad about that. And he had to look at this and he sat there and I felt it. He had sat there on the other side for a long time and he didn't get judged for doing this to her. What happened was he had to see it and he had to feel it and he had to see all the ripple effects of her life because of it. How she married a person who cast her aside just like daddy did because he taught her to love people who did that to her. And he saw her trying to save her brother as he had his temper tantrums and was going to make huge business mistakes. She saved him every time without any gratitude. And he just, he just came in to release her from all that. Like you don't have to do that anymore. And he wanted her to just let it all go. He loved her. That was his message as she was right now. She didn't have to keep loving people or places or businesses or family members that didn't show her that love back. That was his mistake, not hers. And he was apologizing for it and taking complete personal responsibility. And he was sorry. And man, I felt that sorrow. And she did too. If on the other side, you just got judged, like guilty, not guilty. Yeah, I mean, you wouldn't learn anything. And in this way, you really learn anything. You learn, you learn a lot. <laughs> like, like this guy on the other side, you learn a lot. You couldn't fix it if you didn't sit in it. We put people in jail. We sentence them to death. I mean, that's our 3D way of dealing with this. And I, look, listen, it's important to hold people accountable. I mean, I'm not saying that. Just like I said in episode 141. Of course, it's important. I just get on the other side. Man, it's more. It's it's almost like, like scary, frightening. The turnaround I will feel people do on the other side because they had to sit in it and take personal responsibility. It's kind, it's kind of amazing. So, like, I just wonder, like, what do we do when we send somebody to jail forever? I mean, are they going to learn it? Are they going to learn what they did was wrong? I don't know. But they will on the other side. Trust me. The, the, they will. And so when you think of how you were being looked at or judged by this unseen realm, it's really not the way you think it is, the way at least I have perceived it. And I believe this 100%, that it's not the way that, that we're taught by our society and and by at least the religion the religion I was raised in. So our society and its judgment, it's very different from the other side. Our laws aren't the same as the ones on the other side. Everything's individualized to you. And I, I feel like I do feel like our culture culture and our times are addressed on the other side. Just like that man I was reading, his culture, I mean that was part of it really. It's just kind of like the family business, you know, uphold the boy. There's kind of like these cultural generational pieces going into it, but they weren't excuses he, he at all. So they got addressed too. Um, but all these things are just taken into consideration on the other side. So again, there's no judgment. There's only personal responsibility on the other side. That's what I've noticed. And another thing I see with my clients is a lot of you have already taken on the personal responsibility already. I mean, a lot of times you've already have sat in what you've done and you've seen all the things that came of it or didn't come because of it. And spirit doesn't want you to beat yourself up for it. Although when you do, when if you've gotten to the point where you're beating yourself up for it, probably means you've actually sat in it. And you've really been like, oh, wow. That's when you've looked around, you saw the ripple effects, you saw what you've done, you saw what you could have done different, you saw all that. When you start, when you when you're when you're at the point and you're beating yourself up for it, it's a pretty good indicator that you get it, <laughs> and you get it, and you don't. That's it. Once you get it, you don't have to keep getting it. Okay, get it once. You're not supposed to sit in it and beat yourself over the head with it. What you're supposed to do now is pay it forward somehow. Show them that you've learned 
something by capitalizing off the lesson, no matter how painful that lesson is. I mean, and that's how you bring it to the 5D. You can say the things here and now and get ahead of the game a bit. <laughs> the yellow aura is like that. Get ahead of yourself a little bit. Do the, do the work here. And then you don't, you get more time on the other side to do whatever else you do over there. So what does that look like? What does it look like paying it forward or absorbing the lesson or taking the personal responsibility? Well, it just means being vulnerable with yourself about it and talking about it and acknowledging it and, and teaching people about it and giving that advice vulnerably to people who need to hear it. And seeing your own wounds and just being honest about them. If you have kids, being honest with them, breaking the chain. Breaking that chain is so important. It means living your truth because not one single person has done something that they didn't receive judgment for ever. So you sit in your truth. If somebody's judging you, that's funny because trust me, they got stuff too. <laughs> we all know that, but they're avoiding it by putting judgment on you. They're avoiding thinking about their own stuff. And it just means making good, good for it and living life differently because of what you've learned. It doesn't mean being mean to yourself or cruel. It actually means living more joyously with this lesson learned and, and being kinder to yourself and showing other people how to do the same thing. Hey, Scotty. Hey, guys. So just to sum that up, I don't know, like I don't want to feel like I'm being judgy about being judgy. I don't, I don't <laughs> Just take, like with anything, take what you like, leave the rest. I'm still trying to work through this too, honestly, because I get all this stuff from spirit and I try to understand it and process it as best I can. Sometimes the 5D is really, it's just so different from where we're at. So seeing it when I do readings is so profound and so different than my programming and all of our programming, but I love latching onto it. So I just feel like being mindful. That was my purpose with the episode. I guess being mindful gives you more control and peace. So, okay. so that's what I have to say about that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> now I just want to add another thing. Totally going back to the 3D here. Okay. Okay. So should I call overtime? Are we there yet? I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe not. Okay. We might have to call overtime. Okay. Uh, I want to go to this. Um, I, you know, I think that there are some big name celebrities yeah. that are listening to KYA. Okay. You know, because we started off with the Kardashians. <laughs> and I'm not totally convinced that they haven't listened or they at least don't know their aura colors. Because, you know, I, I've put up stories over the years about the Kardashians. And, yes. You know, tag them. You know, Chloe, you're blue, I think. Yeah, me too. Courtney, you're purple or whatever. Right. And I've noticed, you know, sometimes I, I do check my Instagram sometimes, and I've noticed that they've seen the story. They have. They have. Or they're people who are managing their accounts. I don't know. Somebody did. So, yeah. Okay. But no, but, we've seen them popping up as, as lurkers. Yeah. And I lurkers. A, yeah. And I have, there's two people that I think, big you know, celebrities that okay. might be KYA listeners. Okay. Okay. You know, I know, I know we do have a lot of, you know, celebrity KYA listeners, but these, of the, tw <laughs> of the 20 people that listen, of the 30 people that listen, but Brad Pitt. Okay. I think Brad Pitt might be listening to KYA. So what happened? All right. So he, he, recently, and I don't know, you know, you're like, how does Scott know this? Okay. Right. But I do, you know, I was watching the Today Show. Okay. okay. Fine. <laughs> I do. I, I know a little pop culture. All right. Overtime. <laughs> It's overtime. It's overtime. You may you yeah. may go. Scott, knowing pop culture, that's overtime. We recommend you leaving now. Yeah, everything okay. you hear now is on you, not on us. So no judgment. Okay. So Brad, all the trigger warnings. Yeah. So Brad Pitt go. has been wearing some funky outfits to the red carpet. I think right. he's got a new movie or something out. And you know, one he was wearing a skirt or whatever. And then in Variety magazine, he was quoted as saying, "We're all going to die, so less, so let's mess it up." So, yeah, wow, that's, that's my philosophy. That's dark, you know, though. Like, that's ever, like how, that when we show you the NASA photos, that's what you say. Basically. Exactly. When you show me those NASA photos, mm -hmm. I like over oh, a grain of sand on a fingertip. <laughs> and what does it mean? Who cares? We're all going to be dying anyway. Wow. Might as well just whatever. Mess but, it up. But I so, hope you all know that when the kids bring up any little infraction in their lives, they hear the same thing. Like, you are a grain of sand of nothingness in yeah. a field. It was like, okay, dad. Yeah. Right. It's like, <laughs> what does it matter? So like, maybe he's listened to your, he relates to your existential crisis you had back when we talked about the NASA photos. Yes. That's what I think happened. So yeah. I think Brad Pitt listened to that episode of For KYA. Sure. And now he's just living a whole nother life. He's he's getting to the 5D. 100%. You know, he's going out of that 3D, getting into the 5D. 
He knows. You heard that on the stage show, and I heard a whole thing about how awful it must be to be Brad Pitt. Because you were like, <laughs> I you know, did do that. Yes. Like, what is it? it? It would be awful if you think about it. <laughs> yeah, but here's our empathy okay. for Brad Pitt. Do you want me to say this? Yeah, okay, go okay. ahead. All right. So this is how I view it. Let's say you're Brad Pitt. <laughs> I mean, and you know you're – okay, you're Brad Pitt. You know you're Brad Pitt. Like okay. you're Brad Pitt. I mean you're one of the what are the people's most beautiful people on earth, whatever, for yeah. many, many years, right? Yeah. You have got millions and millions and millions of dollars. Yeah. Everything has been – you know, that we know of because we can't judge because we the stuff we don't know. But everything on the outside looks incredible. I don't know. It seems like he had some rough times with oh. Angelina Jolie. Okay. You weren't uh, paying attention to that pop culture. No, I don't pay attention to pop culture. Yeah. But anyway, you're still Brad Pitt. Well, you know, yeah. Like, you know, like, you know, you just walk down the street and everyone's just like, oh, oh my God, Brad like men Pitt. and women. Yeah. Everyone. You're gorgeous. Like nobody can say you're not. Right. You know, it's, <laughs> it's like when you, when you're judging your own self, you're like, well, I'm no Brad Pitt. You know, that's what you say. Like, I'm no Brad Pitt. <laughs> Almost like it's this level that only Brad Pitt could be on anyway. Exactly. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. I looked up <laughs> his hard. age. It says he's 59, I think. But, you know, in Hollywood, he's probably like 62. Yeah, that's they, your thing. Yeah, that's my You're thing You're always also. like, add three years add to three Hollywood years. people. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. You know. <laughs> so, so in his mind, he's got to be like, wait a second. Okay, let's say he makes it another 20 years, 30 years, I don't know, 90. Okay. That's a lot. You know, he, like right. you said, he's had some issues. Yeah. You know, he, he's got like 20 years. And then as like the looks, that could be just like another five. That could oh. be like three. You know, you, once you get to your 70s, you know, I don't know if we're all – looking at you anymore <laughs> you know maybe down here you know by our bagel store that we go to oh but, and del rey for yeah, sure del rey, you're he'll fine, always fine. be brad del rey Pitt. you're always brad Pitt. <laughs> so that is an option and then like so then he's gonna die like we're all gonna die like okay this is dark yeah it's real dark and then here's the thing let's say we believe in all this stuff that mystic michaela talks about <laughs> let's you know say. like reincarnation things and spirit you know, contracts. Let's and say you believe in this mumbo the, jumbo. You believe in all this mumbo jumbo. <laughs> and you do get another time to come back on Earth. You're not coming back as Brad Pitt. It's not happening. No. It can't happen twice. No, you're probably coming back like me. You're coming oh, back stop, as me. Stop. <laughs> you know, that's terrifying. Brad Pitt <laughs> could come back. Or maybe as me. you used to be like a Brad Pitt, like you, of your time. Right. I could, that, well, I think I was. Wow. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, we know. <laughs> oh, are you? We have a lot of famous past lives. Your, your mom was Lady Godiva <laughs> and Frank. All right. So anyway, I think so that's, he's that's hard. So you're saying like you feel for Brad Pitt. I feel for him. Yeah. And because you're never going to like you're never on like this earthly plane going to be Brad Pitt. You're taking this joy from that though. Like you should see your eyes are real lit up. <laughs> and, <laughs> well, well, it's a good equalizer. Well, you know, that like, is like that the, is the equalizer. Yeah. Like these Kardashians. You yeah. Know, they're not going to oh. be, you know. Okay. Yeah. One day you're never going to be a Kardashian again. You're going to be me. That's how we're starting our next pitch meeting. <laughs> With the, if right. we ever get right. a pitch meeting with yeah. the Kardashians again, you can start it that way. Okay. So I, I, I think he's listening. The other celebrity, okay. there's one more. I know we're in overtime here, so you feel free to shut it down. Yeah. Last one, and then we'll, we'll close it up. I, I think Selena Gomez. Oh, I yeah. think she's also a KYA listener. Yeah. And I'll tell you why. <laughs> you know, I've seen, and I don't ask me how I've seen these things, but I've seen her do a few collabs lately. I think one was for Pots and Pans. Yeah, one was for a swimsuit. And one was for swimsuits. Mm-hmm. And both of the collabs were named after the word aura. Yeah. So it was like the aura pot and pan. Yeah. And the aura swimsuit. Yeah. And they happened to be the colors of the swimsuit and the pot or the pan or whatever it was happened to be her colors. I think she's purple, bluish, blue to go. Yeah. I think you have her down as purple, blue to go. And that's the exact color of these items. Yeah. I did like one of my aura readings on her on the page. And then like not too long after that, yeah. all these like collabs started happening. So we're like. Yeah. Is this so, like what? Yeah, you did uh, an Instagram <laughs> post on it. Am I? Are we like thinking too much of ourselves? No, 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 no. I think because <laughs> no, I no. think you know maybe like that one, could be it. One too. is a coincidence, but and the colors are exactly the colors uh, that you said her aura yeah. were. Yeah. I think Selena Gomez secretly is a KYA listener. She checked out that Instagram post, and that's what happened. Yeah, and after I did it too, I talked about like her whole twin flame relationship thing yeah, yeah. with uh, Bieber. I mean, that's just how I read them. Yeah. Like randomly, I have to bring this up since we're in overtime. <laughs> okay. I, you could call it whatever you want. Like twin flames. Okay. When I see two people together and I feel like they're twin flames, I get sweaty. 
Yeah. And it's a really gross kind of symptom I have. And maybe that's like, we could call it something else. I think the twin flame thing got hijacked. Anyways, the whole word and like there was a cult started about it and stuff. So I don't, I'm like a little nervous about that. Anyways, I get sweaty when I see her, when I see pictures of her and Justin Bieber, like how they used to be like, I feel like they were twin flames. So anyways, I did a whole post about that. And then she wrote like a whole song about it. Yeah. Okay. So not, that, that too. So now, not only is she I using the like aura. This is not my, yeah. our egos coming in. Yeah, no, no. Like we're so. Prestige and worldwide. Yeah. Prestige worldwide. <laughs> see, you, now you can see how that meeting went. Okay. This prestige worldwide. We're like, I did this post, got like 500 likes. And then she wrote a song. Okay, like obviously. So not only does she happen. know her aura colors, she made a song using your material. It's a little coincidental or is she just really intuitive and i'm just picking up on something she already knows okay. about herself well this episode will probably air you know a few days <laughs> and if we notice that selena gomez reaches out to bieber again about <gasps> the twin flames we oh, know she's a my listener God. We should that's put how in, we know no put in an easter egg we'll put in the easter egg like, like we'll know you know selena yeah. if you say the word right what I don't know any of her songs or anything about her. <laughs> put out, put something out there, and like you know, I know peaches, peaches, and Georgia. Georgia. <laughs> I'm next time I ever, if I ever see her in concert or something, I'm, she's just like honing on my face, and I'm like looking at me, and then I'm looking at her, like I yeah. see you. We know you. I see you, like, and she's gonna be like, um, yeah. security. Like <laughs> I see you. I see you. <laughs> I think we have to shut this down. <laughs> This podcast is for you and about you. We're so happy that you spent some time with us today. 